Hi, I'm Allie. Hi, I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Tammy. Hi, I'm Guido. And this is Quad Pro Quad. I do want to like say to our listeners that we are kind of in a podcast bubble. So we record our episodes and it'll come out for a few weeks later. Ooh, so yes. sometimes we talk about stuff and now the time is the episodes air. It's a little bit out of date. It's like time travel. Yes, yes. exactly. Well, first, I guess this is uh, the start of month four, Quad Pro Quo. Woo-woo! Thank you to all of our listeners. Yes. We're so appreciative. Especially the guys in Belgium. Are you tuning in? Yes. Yes. The guys in Belgium. And um, special thanks to Ice-T for liking one of our pics on Instagram. Yeah, your Made episode. my day. Made Good. my day. We, we shared it with, like, all of our relatives. It's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very happy. It was great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, please again, still feel free to hit us up with uh, you know any sort of uh, comments or criticisms. But you know what? Maybe you should also um, have a spine and uh, use actually address the person you're critiquing. Now he knows who I'm talking. Yeah, John, you should just text me when you have an opinion, okay? Oh no, or text you when he wants to make macaroni and cheese. Oh, it's a mac off. It's a mac off. Have chosen dun, violence dun, dun. today. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? We should totally make both of them make mac and cheese for the chili cook-off. Mac no, and cheese we off? should, we no, should have a separate thing. Yeah, it that. should be like, it should be like... Nora and I talked about wanting to do the, that. The chili cook-off is like the the summer thing, or like the winter thing, or whatever. Like, you know, so it's like the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics. You have the one event at this time of the year, and you have this event at the other time of the year. Maybe we do mac and cheese, like, after New Year. Because... We always do uh, chili in November-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to do mac and cheese in the summer. It's yeah, exactly. It's like a comfort food, so you want it in the winter. Well, maybe we can do that. That would be fun. The gauntlet has been thrown. Oh, shade. Yep. I think that for your mac and cheese off, unlike the uh, the chili cook-off, I think there should be a $5 entrance fee. Wow. Why? Oh, so there's prize money. So, mm. I was thinking it was because cheese is expensive. Well, you guys use expensive sure, meat here, chili. Sure. No, that's not what you were thinking. You I were don't just really thinking even, of a prize. I don't even use expensive cheese. <laughs> Sometimes I do. It all depends. I think Nate made that chili cheese chili. That was, like that, a, was that was dip. It yeah, was. It was so good. It was really good, mm-hmm. Nate. But he could make dip. that every year, and I would stand at his crock pot yeah. and eat it. He could probably just replace the beans with noodles, and then it would be the same for his mac and cheese. I yeah. think like Carol's chicken soup that one year. <laughs> what? Carol's chicken? Oh, her chicken chili? Her white, her white beans. You know what, though? That was one vote away from winning, and that's why you're so freaking bitter about it. I'm not. I won. You won, <laughs> but it was it was one vote away from tying you. It was good. But his was clearly better. For our listeners who aren't friends with us, we have an annual chili cook-off every November, if you hadn't caught on. (laughs) Yeah, it it was originally for Guido and Mai's housewarming party, and then we just continued it on and on and on. So now we're up to our ninth annual chili cook-off for this time. Mm -hmm. And Matt has won twice. 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 
I haven't won a single time, and it's very annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta blame yourself for allowing your son to vote last year because you I almost, tried my you best almost to keep him did. Yeah, that was a dirty, dirty <laughs> trick. There. I tried to keep him impartial. Yeah, you no. can at least learn how to stack the deck with people who know how to vote your way when you want them to. Like when I do, when I invite my parents, or I invite my brother, or if I invite my, fr- my I invited your brother. No, your brother was competing, and then he invited people. Yeah, that yeah. that wasn't fair. Although I brought three votes with me. Yeah, you don't mind, right? Well, his name was good for his chili. Yeah, he won. He won, he won best, the name. best name. He won best name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I voted for it. What it was, was it? Uh, Beanie Dick Chili Snatch. Chili. It was like a thing off. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's oh, right. Benedict it was. Cumberbatch, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But it was. It, it was. It was also like a cheese sort of thing. It, it was, was like good. A white, it was a white chili, I think. Yeah. I don't remember the chili. I just remember the name was catchy and it won. I'm not going to go through the intro of why we started this podcast. You know, hopefully you guys have been listening. So we're all friends. We live next door to each other. And we like to look at each other's windows. Weird, creepy, creepy weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll have a tunnel. <laughs> and sometimes we're going to do theme months like we did last uh, month with Spielberg. But this is a non-theme month. So we're all just rando picking. Ran- that is for damn is sure rando. this month. This month is batshit bonkers. But yeah. next month we're taking will probably it be back. a theme because it'll be for the month of October. So we're probably going to do something Halloween-y. Halloween, fall, scary, something like that. I haven't decided on the actual theme, but it'll probably be autumnal in some way. Why are you looking at me funny? She said we. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said that on purpose. <laughs> All right, so it's week one, which means it's so it's my month or my month. It's, it's my my month. It's my month. It's my week, and my pick came out in 1992 and was directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie, and it starts Kazooie. That's how you pronounce it. And in, uh, believe me, I've listened to the trailer. <laughs> And it stars Chrissy Swanson and Luke Perry. We're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And yes, Joss Whedon did write Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joss Whedon speaks shit. It is known. We're going to say it. We're not really going to talk about him. Sorry. He's a bastard, man. We hate him, but he's not going to ruin my one of my favorite shows and movies of all time. Um, Initial thought. Just waiting to be shit. Yes, that's okay. We got I that. Couldn't wait to see Sarah Michelle Keller. <laughs> so disappointment right off the bat. Yes. Okay. I I thought I didn't even realize that was a Buffy the Vampire movie. I really enjoyed the show with Sarah Michelle Keller and Allison. What's her name? Hannigan. Thank you. Who and who was the vampire guy? David Boreanaz. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Who then became Angel. Well, he was always Angel, but then he got his own spinoff called Angel. Yeah. So love him. He's so dreamy. He's very cute. Um, and a local boy. Mm-hmm. His dad was the weatherman on Action News 6 ABC. Yeah. So I was I was excited um, because I really enjoyed that show when I was younger. So okay. I did not know there was a movie. Meanwhile, I never watched any of the show. I only ever saw this movie. I saw this movie when I was very young because it does have Rucker Hauer in it, and my mother is obsessed with Rucker Hauer. Teardrops in the Rain Guy? Yes. 
Bobo with a shotgun? Most mostly because of teardrops in the rain. She just thinks he with that blonde hair in that movie, he is just sexy. She loves him. It and wasn't then, Pee-wee Herman that did it for no, her. Oh well she loves Pee-wee as well. Pee-wee Herman is also in this movie. Alright, so we're just gonna start. <laughs> so we open up with like a flashback to Europe in the Dark Ages. And we see a vampire, played by Rucker Hauer, and a lowly barmaid in her something she's scantily dressed and heaving bosom and it is christy swanson so basically in these flashbacks kind of similar to the show christy swanson is always playing the slayer and rucker hauer is always playing the vampire and we get kind of an open narration i'm just going to read it into every generation a slayer is born one girl in all the world a chosen one she alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and the forces of darkness to stop the spread of their evil and the swell of their number. She is the Slayer. And then it cuts to current time, well, 1992. Basketball game, cheerleaders. Woo! Yes. And they are dancing. And Chrissy Swanson, who plays Buffy, is the lead head cheerleader. It really brought me back to high school. Yes. There's like some pretty provocative dance moves, just saying. <laughs> That's what cheerleaders do, I guess. I yeah. We see Buffy, and I will say, point out that we never know Buffy's name in the movie. Her name Buffy? is Buffy. No, her last name, I'm sorry. So in the show, her name is Buffy Summers. In the movie, she actually doesn't have a last name. They never say it, so. Buffy McBuffington. So we start, obviously, opening credits. The amazing cheerleaders cheering it up at a basketball game. Not that amazing. They're not even wearing the same uniforms. Yeah. It's like only like three, not even half of them are wearing leggings. The guys were disappointed because of the leggings, really. They're wearing the same uniforms, just half of them have leggings and half of them don't. Yeah, but you're supposed to match. You're supposed I thought they talk to each other They're supposed, like all the time. They're supposed to coordinate these things. When you I watch mean, like, like one, the cheerleaders. Like some have the away set. And some had the home set. Well, I am very impressed that you know this. <laughs> Little known fact, Matt was a cheerleader in his class of 30. Mm. He was as many of women on high. On our cheer squad, we did wear pants on cold days and yeah. coordinated as such. Uh-huh. They're inside, though, so I don't know why they were wearing leggings, but what else? Well, Their colors were awful, too. Purple and yellow, and they were the hogs. Yeah, that was their thing. And their mascot is a terrifying pig man. Well, I mean, purple and yellow is not that weird. I just Minnesota Vikings have that. We were blue and gold, which was kind of similar when I was in high school. The Westchester University was purple. Yeah, that's right. It's it's not my favorite. Okay. Blue and gold is blue and gold is belongs together. But she was totally cheer fucking her boyfriend. Oh yes. During the cheer. Buffy's boyfriend is also the head of the basketball team. She's the head cheerleader. Do you know what cheer fucking is? You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Please explain it's, what the cheer fucking is. It's when you're cheering or dancing or whatever, and you're staring at one person while you're doing it. So it's called cheer fucking. It so happens she, in an episode of Sex and the City. So she's basically giving him like a lap dance, but without being on him. With her eyes, yes. And her gyrations. Yes. It, it's in It's in um Bring It On also. Oh, it's it an is. explanation It there. definitely is. Okay. It's All right, cool. I oh, like to refer to would, it in a different do movie. It for you? If have if, you ever been? She. Oh yeah. That? They say it to Kirsten does say like you were having cheer sex with him. Yes, cheer sex. You were having cheer yeah. sex with him. I think it would do it for you if um, I was dancing in front of you and staring at, at you in your eyes. That oh, wouldn't do it for you. Are there like 
you can have like symbols in your hands. Did I? <laughs> no, I'd have pom poms and and skirts and spats. All right. All right. Okay. Good to know what's going to be happening later tonight next door. Okay, then we get to the mall. Because it's not a 90s movie without a mall. It's also Super Southern 90s. California. That's uh, so lush. Yes. So we see Buffy and her three friends, one of which is played by Hilary Swank. This is her first movie. Oh, the, the hair. Is bad, yes. Yeah. So it's Hillary, it's Hilary Swank and two other girls and Buffy, and they are shopping. This is a semi- not important scene, but they see she sees a yellow leather jacket in the window of a store and says, Oh, this is so lush. Wouldn't you guys just love me in this? Guys, oh. what's the sitch? I'm bored. What do you think? Please, it's so five minutes ago. I love the like the words or the sayings in this movie. It's very early 90s, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, That's the best part, I think. Out of all of the things about this movie, I really enjoyed like the fake uh, slang that they made up for yeah. this movie. It's a snapshot it's totally in time, not real. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. It was even What's more ridiculous than Valley Girl. I feel like yeah. it's like Heather's. I feel like yeah. Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Yeah. That's from Heather's. And That's the, from Heather's. And the gum <laughs> chewing and the lollipop eating. Yes. Like it was all over the place. Yeah. So then the girls decide to go to the movies. And this is when we also get the first glimpse of Donald Sutherland's character. He plays Merrick. So he kind of stops the elevator from closing. I don't know if he was going to try to talk to Buffy in front of her friends, but they basically um, shame him. There's a lot of elitism in this movie. Like they say, what a homeless. That's what they say to him. Donald Sutherland plays Merrick and we'll we'll meet him again later. Because he's wearing a trench coat? Like why the and a hat? Like why the fuck would they say that? You know? What a homeless. Trench coats, especially ones that looked as nice as that one. He's definitely not homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they also decide on the movie theater and Buffy says, Sounds toasty, which is again just another great line. Ridiculous this. So then they're in the movie theater, and this is where we meet. Luke Perry and David Arquette. I wrote the earring, the earring, the earring. Yes. So this is 1992, prime Dylan, 90210, Luke Perry, and David Arquette. David Arquette. I don't know. Was this one of his first movies? I think it is one of his earlier movies. Yes. So they're kind of like bums, sort of. They obviously stuck into the theater. They kind of get into a little verbal sparring match well, yeah, with the, the bitches were talking during the movie. They are talking quite a bit. Yeah, it's 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 one thing to be like, hey, hey, uh, But David Arquette says, we paid good money to see this. And Luke Perry goes, no, we didn't. Perry's got like seven hairs on his bottom lip. And it is just an annoyingly small amount of facial hair to even keep it's, up with. It's like, a soul patch. I feel as though you're being patch. hypocritical. You focused on that tiny little patch of facial hair the entire movie. I'm sorry. Didn't look, look at it. Didn't Guido, when we first met him, have a soul patch? No. No. He yes, didn't. he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. His entire chin was covered. Your chin. And, all right. Well, you still had something so, yeah, there. Well, yeah, he had like, so a, he had like a, a pseudo Fu Manchu <laughs> of Okay, so Luke Perry has a, and I think it's because he was playing Dylan. I'm pretty sure Dylan had a little bit of that facial hair. So, but uh, then we get to the first kill of the movie, and that is one of the basketball players from the the team. And he's from Daisy. The guy from Daisy Confused. 
Kind of looks like I said, wolf, yeah, yeah, I said or like wolf, a wolf man. Yeah, yeah. I said wolf man. Kind of looks like a wolf man. He wore the um, over, he was wearing overalls and Days and Confused. I yeah, feel like he was the guy that kept trying to get Pink to sign the form. He right. Like the, he also yeah. paid for the beer. I paid for the beer. So his name's Gruller in this movie. We he gets turned into a vampire by the vampire played by Pee Wee Herman. What's he Paul Rubens? Paul Rubens. Thank you. So I mean, it was really funny because he's coming up from behind. And I, I even wrote, I'm like, uh-oh, because if you look, when you first see Paul Rubens, you're like, holy shit, that is not Pee Wee Herman, that is Paul Rubin from his mugshot. So I was like, uh-oh. He does look very different. I was like, uh-oh, where was the werewolf boys hair. about to get skeeted on that because that's what he was doing in the movie theater that wave was awful he's got long hair that wasn't a wig. that's his hair no like his first game Again, since the wanking look at his mugshot he had long hair and a little like he literally just got out of he got bailed out of jail after getting arrested yeah and then he showed up to buffy looking like that he wears like a leather jacket he looks very different very unpeewee. Yeah. So he turns griller. And then we kind of start hearing reports on the news of people being killed or turning up dead with, I think I believe the reporter on the nightly news says, with a wound that resembled a really gross hickey. <laughs> he says that. Yeah. <laughs> this is in the 90s so in case you haven't remembered. Then we get another flashback scene. It's a dream that Buffy is having of past slayers. So she doesn't realize, obviously, that she's a slayer yet, but she's having these dreams of past layers and of the Rucker Hare, Rucker Hauer character, who we're gonna find out his name is Lothos, and he is—I don't want to say the oldest vampire in the world, but he is basically if Liberace was a vampire. Yes. Just throughout this movie, he's just sitting there like, yes, he's super fabulous. And we'll just, for those who don't know, Rucker Hauer was in Blade Runner, Wanted Dead or Alive, Hobo with a Shotgun, Hobo with a Shotgun, the original Hitcher. Been around all the time. He passed away that a couple years games. ago. Really great actor. And he plays Lothos, the head vampire. And Paul Rubens, Pee-wee, is his kind of... Renfield? Uh, well, he's a vampire too, though. Renfield was never. Yeah, but still... He's like, like his minion. He's like his second-in-command, we'll say. Pee-wee... Sorry. I, I don't know what his name is in the movie. <laughs> they never say his name, I feel like. He's responsible for building an army. So, Rucker Howard doesn't actually turn anybody. His name it's, is Amelin. Thank you. You're welcome. Amelin? Amelin. Still gonna call him Pee-wee. Yeah, we're just gonna say Pee-wee. Yeah, it's just easier. Pee-wee is, is in charge of building an army for <laughs> Lothos, played by Rucker Howard. <laughs> then we get this great scene at the school with Buffy and her friends, and they're trying to decide on a, a theme for the senior dance. And isn't, isn't Stephen Root in this scene? Yes, yeah, so Stephen Root, who... Do you want to do the impression? That my deeper guy. Yes. He's just like... From Office Space, from Get Out. He plays the principal. King of the Hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're trying to decide on a dance theme, and they think it should be something about the environment. And one of their friends, who's not as popular, and is played by Natasha Gregson Wagner, who is Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner's daughter. Mm. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> she says, I don't think so. She says, what are the problems affecting the environment? Around the table, they go, litter, forest fires, bugs. Yeah, bugs. We gotta gotta get rid of those. Whilst chewing gum in the loudest way possible, or sucking on lollipops, as you said. Yes, very sexually. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Then we get to a scene where all the girls are at a cafe. It looks like a bar. They say cafe blase. It's called Cafe Blase is the name of it. And stupid bitch Hillary Swank comes in wearing the yellow jacket that she said was so five years ago. So that, it you know. It was so lush. It was. She had to have it. Lush. 
I mean, it looks just like the one April O'Neil wore in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It does kind of. I thought that was a trench coat. Well, it's like a full bodysuit. Oh, okay. I love it the color. Yellow. It's my favorite. It's beautiful. It's a great jacket. It so probably was so expensive yellow. too, but these are, these are also really rich, spoiled white girls. So yeah, it's the ballet. Except for the one girl who is African American. Luke Perry and David Arquette come in, and we learn their names finally. So they start talking to the girls. They kind of forget that they were the annoying girls from the theater who were talking the entire time. And Luke Perry introduces himself as Pike, and David Arquette's name is Benny. And Buffy says, Pike isn't a name, it's a fish. Also, I'd like to point out the waitress who brings them the one hot dog that they can afford is played by Ricky Lake. And Buffy splits his wiener. Oh, yeah. Oh, she didn't make out with it? Is that girl? The waste of a wiener. This is the first, yes, we see. Cut it right in half. She cuts it like fours really quickly. Yeah. And this is kind of, we see the first uh, example of her, what's the word? Slayerness. Slayerness. Yeah. She's a slayer robber. Her abilities to fight the vampires. So then we cut to Pike and Benny being very drunk on the side of a highway. Again, this is Southern California. Pike kind of passes out. Benny gets taken. So we see kind of Pee Wee sort of rise behind him and he takes David Arquette, Benny, and he turns him into a vampire. And then Donald Sutherland appears out of nowhere and rescues Luke Perry's character of Pike and takes him. And so Pike survives. I yes. like this part. Like, Pee-wee just shows up and he's fucking like, steals the dude. And he's like, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to cheer practice. It's the end of cheer practice. And this is the first time that... We see their outfits that go all the way up into their vaginas. What? They, they're wearing, like, their super tight things where it's just, like... Unitards? Yeah. They are, well, it's the early 90s, so, yes. But this is where Buffy meets Merrick, Donald Sutherland, for the first time. He tells her she's a slayer. Slayer. Now, this would be weird. She's an angel of death. She's tumbling. She And he's blood. just standing there watching her like a creep. It is a little creepy. And then she's like, oh, I didn't realize you were standing there. Yes. but he, so weird. He tries to prove it to her. He says, you, you bear the mark. And she says, ew, that mole, I had that removed. It's probably cancer. <laughs> and then he, she doesn't believe him. He tells her he wants her to go to the graveyard with him. I think it'll be easier for you to understand this birthright if I show it to you. All right? So you come with me now to the graveyard. Come with middle-aged creep. So she thinks he's weird, which it is weird. Let's be honest. It is yeah. weird. I don't know. If Donald Sutherland asked me to go anywhere with him, he's just got that voice. He is I'd pretty be like, cool. I'd be like, Okay. Uh, you do that. And then he convinces her because he knows about her dreams that she's been having. He says, do you ever dream that you're someone else? And she says, everybody does. And he says, no, someone from the past, a peasant girl or a slave. And she is kind of shocked by this, that he knows about her dreams. And it's because every slayer has these dreams, basically. And so she agrees to go to the graveyard with him. And she starts to, here we go, Guido. This is what you can talk about. She starts to have cramps. And, and Merrick superpower. And Merrick says, "Are you having cramps?" And she says, "None of your business. Thank you very much." And we find out later that um, cramps are a sick. Her spidey sense. Her spidey sense. That vampires are near. Like, could you imagine if any other vampire slayer had that? Like, if Blade was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, anytime Frodo was around orcs, he shit himself. Wow. <laughs> like, what it, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or, of course, you know, if 
Spider-Man, when he sensed danger, he just like skated. He was like, oh. Why do you make it like that? Why you gotta? Why you gotta do that? Because big tummies. Oh, her flat tummy. Ew. So then two vampires rise, and Buffy kills them both. So she now obviously believes that there are vampires. Because when you live in Southern California, I feel like you live in a bubble. They were, they were also very clean for being for. They were freshly buried. Yeah, but she yeah, was on but a fresh so, grave. So is Uma Thurman in um, Kill Bill, and she was covered in dirt when she climbed Wait, up. So, the, do you know how many times you reference Kill Bill and Uma Thurman and her feet? What was so there, was many there times? More than one scene. Because the only scene I remember from that movie is got her feet in. Oh my gosh. I mean, again, I'm just talking. Well, also, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Kill Bill Volume Two. I'm saying how she climbed up through six feet of dirt. Why are and you whistling? <laughs> it's this. That's the song she whistles when she's in no, the hallway. That's Daryl Hannah. Oh, that's Daryl Hannah. When she's when she's the nurse and she's going to get right. her when she's in the bed. Gotcha. So, okay. I'm so disappointed I in you. No vampires burst from the ground. Her I actually don't like zombie that move. Total zombie move. Again. Here. So you know they're. What do you mean? Because vampires are in crypts. Yeah, also, agreed. Okay. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not New Orleans. It's not like okay. 1800s. So what you're telling me here is that they were already vampires, and then they're like, hey, so tradi- this Slayer's going to be coming by. So tra- Get into this hole. No, they, they're just normal people that were buried. They're not like rich people who can afford mausoleums. No, but why are they, why are they under the dirt? Because tradition, okay, so there's so much different vampire lore, but traditionally when you make a vampire, you bite them, you drain their blood, their blood, and then you bury them in the dirt and then they rise. That's traditional uh, vampire lore. It is. Mm. It's like that in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, Lucy wasn't buried. She was in a crypt. But she still rose later. Yeah. If she was buried, she would have been underground and then risen. Who's Lucy? Lucy's uh, the redhead. It's from Bram Stoker's Dracula. She's um, Mina's Uh, best uh, friend in the the novel. But that's like traditional vampire lore, is that it takes a couple hours and they have to be in dirt first. Or somewhere. Total zombie move. All right, whatever. So then we we win. (laughs) Then we cut to Pike's apartment, Luke Perry. And uh, he's asleep and he wakes up because Betty is outside. Now, this is the second floor apartment. And Benny is outside the window, so he's floating. Benny is full vampire now. You and can he, tell by his ears. Yes. So in the movie version of Buffy, the way we can tell is they're very white skin and they have wee, really creepy, pointy ears. Best way to tell. And their teeth. And their well, their teeth. Ears. Yeah. No other identifiable factor other than the ears. And the Luke, teeth. And the teeth. Right. <laughs> and Luke Perry, you know. Is kind of trying to open the window and then finally realizes that Benny is floating and acting really weird. But Benny is saying, invite me in. So they do follow that rule of vam- vampire lore that vampires have to be invited in. Let me in, Pike. I'm hungry. Go home, Ben. I'm hungry. You're floating. Come on, man. Get away from here. All right. <laughs> we also find out that Buffy has to train kind of in secret. We get a montage. Yes, we do get a montage, but we also find out Merrick tells her that no one can know who she is. As soon as the vampires find out who she is, then they'll come for her. So she's just an anonymous slayer, which is tough because she's in high school. And now, you know, a few people from high school have been turned into vampires, so it could get a little tricky. Then we also get a brief scene of Cassandra, who was kind of the dorky friend of theirs who was helping them plan the dance, Natasha Gregson Wagner. 
And she is now going to be turned into a vampire as well. Uh-oh. Yeah. She got vamped. Yes. And then we get a scene in a locker room with Buffy and Merrick. And he says, you were supposed to come and train with me. And she says she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be the Slayer. She said she had cheer practice. She had cheer practice. And... Priorities. Dude, he's got to stay out of the ladies. I know. And Merrick goes to leave. Again, and then he... amazing how much simpler times were back then. <laughs> how easy it was for just some random dude he in a trench coat to just yeah. walk into a school. <sighs> Merrick goes to leave and then turns around and does something super fancy with his mustache before <laughs> throwing a knife directly at Buffy's head and she catches it with one hand. Basically, again, trying to prove to her that she's the Slayer. And she says, you threw a knife in my head. And he says, and you caught it. Only the Slayer could have caught it. Like, that's what pushes her up for the Throw a knife at my face, get punched in the face, and that's what pushes her up the fence. Yeah. Yeah, now she's like, I am the Slayer. And I am going to do all of this training. Well, first she says. This awful montage music. First she says. That she doesn't want to be a slayer. She wants to graduate from high school, go to Europe, marry Christian Slater, and die. Wow. My goals. What? So bad. Oh, those were my goals. Marry cut rate Jack Nicholson. You bite your tongue. (laughs) Christian Slater is a dream. And she also punches Merrick in the face and says, I didn't even break a nail. Mm, And that's that's what really did it. That's what proved to her that she was a slayer. She can do punching and, and do nail breaking. Exactly. And then we cue... The training montage. Montage! So, basically, it's a big, long scene of Buffy training, you know, learning how to stake and roll and tumble and and throw stakes. the Karate Kid. You're the best. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get to a scene where she meets with the principal, played by Stephen Root. Buffy. And he does have a stapler on his desk, but it's not a swing line. Not a red swing line. Very yeah. upset. Very upsetting. But the A and very uh to go back in your your academic So basically she's been missing school, she's been coming in late, she's been leaving early because she's been training. And he's worried about her. And then he says, What does he say? He says like I've done drugs too. Yeah, he says, think of me not as your principal, but as some, like, jock football player, party Party master. Yeah. Think of me as that, and tell me what you've been up to. This one time I inhaled half a reefer in. Yeah, he talks about the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, he was in the Doobie Brothers concert. I would have rather watched that. That would have been cool. Steven Root in a Doobie Brothers concert, losing shit. Yeah. And while he's talking, there's a fly buzzing around the room, and Buffy takes a push pin from a jar on his desk, puts it in her mouth and kills, like shoots it out of her mouth and kills the fly. So she's just, you know, she's amazing right now. What a badass. That she's was dope. my defining moment that she was the slayer. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was your defining I know, I thought you were going to say you've you done that. Like that too. I was now, gonna be super impressed. No, it made me think of Jungle to Jungle though when he was <laughs> killing flies with his things. <laughs> oh, that movie has that big spider in it. I can barely watch it. on my list. Jungle the Jungle. I love that With movie. Tim Allen. I yep. love that movie, except for the spider. But So then we cut to a scene where Luke Perry is trying to leave town. And who plays his boss? Tom Jane. Tom Jane. The big, Punisher. I don't think I ever noticed that now. I've watched this movie so many times. He's so thin. <laughs> I think this might be one of his first movies as well. So 
Luke Perry's trying to leave town. I'm sorry, Pike. He's trying to leave town. He needs a part for his van. He's trying to leave town. He wants to get out. He gets Something to do, weird He gets happening. to do his, his, like, Oscar bait speech. He's just standing there like, I don't know, man. Something weird's going on here, man. Something bad's going on with town. Gotta get out of here. I don't know why you were holding your arms up. Because like he, he wasn't riding a bike yet. He's getting ready to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> His mind was already there. So then we get this little what scene. What do you do if I see Benny? <laughs> he does say that, yes. We get this little scene with kind of Buffy and Merrick sort of bonding. He tells her the history of the Slayer teacher kind of relationship. He tells her about how her cramps are her warning sign. Vampire cramp she says her secret weapon is PMS. And we also find out that even though there's always a new Slayer, he is always the same person, basically. So he's like a Highlander. Kind of. So he... Perpetual Alfred. Yeah, y- yes. Even if, this, even if he dies, like even that, if he dies, he will be reborn with the next Slayer. Sounds like a really fulfilling life. So he's almost like a vampire, but not a vampire. He's always, he's eternal to train the Slayer. Isn't that like the Witcher? Two. God, every hundred years I gotta get this dumb blonde girl to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> then we well, get no, not true because in other in other um, scenes she was brunette. Oh, that's true. And then I mean, unless Buffy is trying to imply, you know, that whole thing about the white slaves, because she said she was a slave at one point. Well, there were people in Europe who were slaves that weren't African American. They used the term sir. Surfs. Yeah, you see, because it's separation. Yeah, I know. Well, indentured or otherwise. Yeah. So then we get a scene with um, Luke Perry trying to leave. He gets into an altercation with uh, Pee Wee, and Pee Wee loses his arm. Because <laughs> they're velcroed on and all. Arm just completely ripped off. Pike crashes. Him. Yeah, Pike crashes his van. It came off. <laughs> Pike crashes his van. Buffy gets there in time to stake the other two vampires that are there, and Pee Wee runs off. And where Bye, does she stake them? In the heart. Oh, no. that's where the heart is located? In the chest, at least. In the tum-tum. Who is the human anatomy expert where in the tummy? It's tum Tommy Wiseau was the anatomy coach. He saying, right. this is where you need to stab. That is where the heart is. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless they're ultramarines. And then three inches below is what vagina is. Yes. Come on. But Buffy saves Pike. And then the next scene is the basketball game. She's telling Merrick, I have to go. They know who I am. Not, that hasn't happened yet. But she tells Merrick she has to go, that she's missed three practices. And he says it's frivolous and you shouldn't go, but she says she's going to go. So then we cut to the actual game and Griller. Werewolf. The caveman. From earlier, who's a vampire, shows up. So he's a full-on vampire. They're playing another team. Um, who who who's on that other team? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was on. Ben Affleck ben is in this movie. He has one line and, and his original teeth. Yes. <laughs> who has sixty-nine points? <laughs> I think. Yes. Uh, so this, uh, well, thank you for bringing that up, actually. So this is not the same town from the show. So in the in the show, and I'm sure someone, because I'm going to say Sunnyvale. I think it's Sunnyvale or Sunnydale, and I can't remember which one. I think it's, it's Sunnyvale. Sure. But in the movie, it's not. So they just kind of say Southern California, and, and they go to specific places in Los Angeles. So, like, they go to the Pasadena, like, they go to Pasadena, and they go to specific places. So it's not like a specific, like, a town like it is in the show. And then Griller, the vampire, is kind of running all over the... The court. Yeah, it's like Teen Wolf. Yeah. 
Buffy jumps out and trips him. <laughs> and then he runs off the court. She runs after him. And she says, he knows me. He knows who I am. Yes. And, and then he, she has cramps. Yes. <gasps> so then we somehow... Oh, no. She steals a bike. What was the line that you guys loved so much? Remember she, like, leaves the... She leaves the gym. She crashes the bike? No, she leaves the gym, and she needs to go after him, and the bikers are outside because bikers hang outside high school gyms, and one of them says, you want some real power between your legs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she says, yeah, I do, and she takes his bike. And then the rest of the bikers laugh at the one biker, which, I mean, would happen later. I'm sure all of the women on that set rolled their eyes during that scene. So then we are magically transported to a big area where they store the floats for the Pasadena Parade. I will say this. From my years of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and listening to other podcasts about Real Housewives, I know that Pasadena is not really actually that close to Los Angeles. So... It's a big state. Yeah. I mean, Pasadena is a suburb of Los Angeles, but it's not like a hop, skip, and a jump. Like, Erica Jane does not live very close to Kyle Richards. I'll say that. So we're at this uh, parade float storage lot. Merrick is there. Buffy's there. Pike. Is, is that where he... Is that where Merrick lives? Merrick? Like, no. He doesn't live in the parade float storage facility. Oh, so that isn't where his, like, his uh, coffin with the, the red indoor lights in his coffin... That's Lothos. Merrick is Donald Sutherland. Oh. Lothos, Lothos is Rucker Hauer. See, yeah, see, I... I I don't know them by their names, but yeah. It's okay. So Buffy's there, Pike is there, Merrick is there, Huey no. Herman, and Lothos. And this is the first time Lothos and Buffy meet. Mm. And you can tell that he has some sort of control over her. He's tired of eating pussy. Oh. Oh, yeah, he does try to eat a cat earlier in the movie. Like, she kind of becomes very timid. And Merrick says she's not ready. And he says, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> And then Merrick goes to stake Rucker Hauer, and Rucker Hauer turns it around and kills Merrick, plunges the stake into Donald Sutherland's heart. No. <laughs> it's very upsetting. All these moments will be lost. Big sad. Yes. <laughs> Donald Sutherland's dead. Buffy's very upset. We'll be back. He did do his job. Eventually he'll be back. Yes, he did train her. Then we get this uh, bitch mean girl scene. So she shows up at the gym where they are preparing for the senior dance, which the theme is Hug the World. And her three friends, again, one of them being Hilary Swank, are basically saying, like, you quit cheerleading, you're not haven't been around, you're hanging out with that homeless poke. And then she and then Hilary Swank says, if you want to hang out with the unwashed masses, like it's just very elitist in this These, bitch group yeah, of girls. She's, she's talking over the uh, top. And she's she says, What's the sense? amazing get out of my facial get and she says get out of my facial sorry Hillary's name. there's a lot of mouth breathing (laughs) yeah um what do you guys think that was that she had you think because she clearly didn't have a forehead you think she had a five head would you even say that was a six it's quite a large forehead some bangs were involved her hairline is very far back and it was very big (laughs) yes the the volume in that hair was pumped and they're all wearing like a smaller hairline on Beldar Conehead white very thick white socks with like clogs (laughs) like just terrible shoes again I just feel like this movie should yeah it should have a caption underneath it now this is the 90s exactly it's like just hitting it over your head with a with a frying pan so Buffy decides that she's gonna go to the dance so she goes to buy a dress 
She gets a little bit of an argument with Pike. Pike says, you know, we got to prepare. She says, I want to go to the dance. She's going to buy a dress. Pike prepares by shaving off his... Making oh he does shave yeah did you see how much shaving cream he used it was a lot of shaving cream to shave cream. off that he also uses like a knife patch is he using like a knife no it was, it was the just prom. a straight razor it was a straight razor he didn't want to have like it was razor a, burn or anything it wasn't the problem it, it was just a dance it grew <laughs> anywhere else he wanted to look nice for her okay and so when they're having their fight Pike says. Buffy's name. And then in the background, after they both leave, you see Benny, David Arquette's character, come out of a little photo booth and says, Buffy? So now they absolutely know that Buffy is the Slayer. So they know who she is and where she'll be. She'll be at the dance. So now they vampires have a little army with Pee Wee Herman and Rucker Hauer, and they know she's going to be at the dance, and they kind of are planning on going to the dance as well. I, I thought it was awesome that they had, you know, when the big fight, like, happened in the in the gymnasium, the song that was playing Ozzy Osbourne's Party with the Animals. Yes. Yes. Underrated classic. Is it like, so party, true. party with the animals. So we're at the final scene at the dance, okay? <laughs> I loved her dress, by the way. Buffy comes in this... I don't care. It was beautiful. And it had flowers on it. And it hugged the world. It was white. Her bosoms were glistening. Hilary Swank looks like a doily, like a purple doily. Yes, she does. Yes, terrible. Buffy's stupid-ass boyfriend says that, I told you all this. And she says, no, you didn't. He's like, didn't you get my message? And she says... You left me a message. You broke up with my machine. And he brings one of her friends to the dance. That stupid Jennifer. So rude. Oh, my God. Such a dick. Dick move. Such a dick. Don't even remember that guy's name. Let's go back to Luke Perry's outfit. Oh, 90 spots. So Luke Perry comes in looking like like fresh Dylan McKay. He's got this greased back hair. Gorgeous. sharp shoulders. And then he... This is a, a recurring theme in the movie. He always has his top four buttons. Undone, and his chest hair is like sticking out. He had, more, he had more hair under his lip than he does on his chest. Well, yeah, chest hair. All right. His so his chest, chest was his open. bare chest yes. was gorgeous. Plus, his body. He wanted to match Buffy. They both had their chests out. It, <laughs> they were both supple and moist. Yes. Ew. <laughs> nice. And then they kiss, and it is okay, really nice looking. No, we decided, we found out that Christy Swanson was 23 in it, and uh, Luke Perry was 26. And this was the moment when I realized what other movie I knew Christy Swanson from. Oh, that's right. It did take you a while. This is like an hour and and 40 minutes. Wait a second. We're we're an hour and 30 into it. Michelle's like, or Danny's like, wait a minute. Because at first we thought... She was from Happy Gilmore, but that's the mom from Modern Family. And then I was, I couldn't, I knew I could picture her with Adam Sandler. And then it finally dawned on me. What is it? What is it? You were just like, Big Daddy. Or whatever. Big Daddy. Yes. And then, a five-year plan. <laughs> what is it? Not die? The one that likes the wrinkly old balls. She wrinkly likes the wrinkly balls. balls. Yes. The that Hitters is Christy girl. Swanson. Yes, it took me the whole movie to figure it out, but that was the moment. So we're at the dance. Buffy and Pike are kissing. Chrissy Swanson is... Not Chrissy Swanson, I'm sorry. Hilary Swank is staring them down and going, I can't believe it. And then the vampires attack. 
and Ozzy starts. And they only attack her one at a time. Single file. respect for women. Well, well, no, to hide their numbers. No, so they're outside the gym because they're vampires and they have to be invited inside. And they say, Buffy, because they know who she is, come out or we'll come in. <gasps> so she says, I'm going to go out there. Then they, And then she says, they can't come in unless they're invited. And stupid Hillary Swank goes, Hillary. Stupid Hillary Swank. So Buffy goes to leave with all the, the stakes that Pike made, and then he kind of tries to stop her and rips half of her dress off. You guys missed that, and for some reason we're like, where'd her dress go? <laughs> I did yeah. wonder where her dress Well, I mean, we weren't looking at the top. We weren't looking at the bottom half of the dress. Yeah. We were too busy looking at the top. Yeah. So she leaves to fight some vamps. Stuff. She does fight some vamps out in the parking lot of the gym. Guido, I got a fun fact for you. What do you got? Okay, because I know you said you were disappointed that no one from the show, because, you know, you were kind of hoping that someone from the show was going to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. Here's a fun fact for you from IMDb. Despite claiming he was cut from the movie, Seth Green does appear in it, although it is just for three seconds and from the back of the head. No. (laughs) And it is in that scene in the parking lot. And he's a vampire. And he's a vampire. So he was in Buffy the Vampire Side of the Show. He was in the movie, but you only see him for three seconds, and it's just a redhead from the back. (laughs) A small, small So he played Willow's boyfriend for a little bit on the show, and then I think he gets turned into a werewolf. Why do I feel like that? No, you just think of a werewolf because that was the monster in it. No, I'm I'm pretty... Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Okay. So Christy Swanson, or Buffy, has this amazing fight with Pee-wee, and she stakes him, and in my opinion, Pee-wee has one of the best death scenes in him. We didn't, no, we didn't see him die. We didn't see him die. Well, he takes a while. She stabs him. Yeah. Like the end credits, he finally has He says, to die. We're immortal, Buffy. You can do anything. Oh, yeah? Clap. Well, he only has one arm, so he can't. How rude. And then she stabs him with a shaved ruler. Could and then today. there's a probably a good 20 yeah, or 30 minute good. of him just going, ah, yeah. yeah. oh. It's a really good death scene. He falls over like three times yeah. and wakes up and falls over. Ah. And we're also cutting back and forth between the gym and Buffy at fighting with Pee-wee and fighting with Lo- with Losa- Lothos and... Um, Goth Liberace. Yes. <laughs> Rucker Howard. And now she's kind of with him. He's ho- Again, he has this sort of power over her. And he's about to bite her. And then we cut back to the gym and Luke Perry slams Benny, David Arquette, into the electrical box, kills Benny, and that kind of, like, wakes her out of this trance that he has her under when the music stops, is what she says. He says, we're meant to be, or something like that, or we are one, and she says, one what? A cute couple? I don't think so. 90s. You guys love it. Ridiculous. 90s. Yeah. Uh. And then she uh, holds up a crucifix, and he says, this is what you have your puny faith and he grabs the crucifix and it lights on fire and then she says no my keen fashion sense and she sprays him sprays the fire with hairspray and it kind of lights up his whole head she straight yeah, up arachnophobia's power <laughs> then we cut back to the gym all the vampires seem to be dead seems like everyone did a pretty good job except for Wei. he's still over there yeah yeah and Stephen Root, the principal, is handing out detention slips to the detention. dead vampire. Detention. <laughs> detention. Detention. And then at one point, doesn't Goth Liberace whip out a katana? Yes. So Buffy comes back in, 
She's, again, I, I, I'm sorry to keep putting this out. Her, her bosoms are just heaving and glistening. They are fantastic. Very talented. Fantastic. Right behind her comes Wrecker Hauer, Lothos, and he okay, unsheaths his sword. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we have this great final fight scene between Buffy and Lothos. She's kind of fighting with a stick, and he's got a sword. It's even. Pretty even. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is a slayer after all. Yeah. And he, she's probably going to stab him somewhere in the stomach region. <laughs> so stab she, him in the vagina. She hits him with a chair. It kind of shatters. She picks up a shard of the chair, which is wooden, and then she plunges it into his heart. Mm, close. Okay. Heart yeah, that adjacent. one was, was really in the heart. All right, that yes. was adjacent. To be fair, that was the closest heart stab. This is the most accurate the of all of the heart stabs. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Probably because Rutger Howard told her where to put it. He's like, this is where it is. Yes. Make it count. Yeah, they only did that in one take. Then we get a little scene where Buffy and Pike dance, and then the end of the movie, Buffy and Pike ride off into the sunset on his motorcycle. And that's the end. That was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and then we finally see Pee-wee die. So this came before the series, correct? Yes. So this movie came out in 1992. The series didn't, I don't think, come out till around 1998, 1997, around there. So this, this movie came out first. Yes. So it really influenced... The series, but it wasn't like any. Was this a book before? No, it now? was not. This is purely from Joss Whedon's mind. Um, then, there, then there was a book series or a kind of a comic book series after the movie, and that is actually what the the show is more based off of. Okay, yeah. got it. So yeah, just some you know fun facts. This uh, this movie actually was a lot darker. The original script that Joss Whedon wrote was a lot darker. Donald Sutherland actually kills himself in the original script. Because um, that's easier. Than <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or listen to him, right? But he's immortal, so what would be the point of that? I don't know. Joss Whedon was pretty annoyed by a lot of the changes that they made from his original script, but he sucks. So lots of sucky people in this movie. Who turned out to be sucky people? Joss Whedon, Chrissy Swanson's like a right wing twat now. Rucker Hauer and Luke Perry are both dead. <sighs> it's very upsetting. Bummer. <laughs> David Bowie, Mick Jagger, and Carrie L were all set to make cameos as vampires, but they were cut due to budgeting issues. They're like, nah. They're <laughs> Can't like, afford that. We don't want to do it for free, so. <laughs> They're like, nah. We'd rather do dancing in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, a lot of uh, people got their start in this movie. Like we said, Ben Affleck, Hilary Swank, David Arquette. Seth Green. Seth Green. The back, Seth the Seth. back of Seth Green's head. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll go around the room. Tammy, do you wanna do you wanna start? Uh, give it a pass fail. So I'm gonna pass it. Yes. I I thought long and hard because I thought it was so silly. Okay. But I thought you know if I was a teenager and I saw this movie, I I would feel the same way that you do. Like okay. you loved it. You, it was like a movie you saw when you were younger. It's something that you'll always watch when it comes on TV. I'm sure. Yes. yes. And like the series just makes it all the more better. I probably wouldn't watch this again or or it would be a movie that I would watch again and I would enjoy like have more appreciation for it the second time. Okay. I don't know. I'm on the fence because it was just so I, I appreciate all the funny like 1990s slang. I love all that stuff. So yes. that's why I pass it. It was silly and fun and whatever. Good. Also one of 
fun fact about the show, was produced by Dolly Parton's production company. That's why it's so good. I love Dolly Parton. And the heathen bosoms. <sighs> All right. And I, I love how Pee Wee Herman died. It's super funny. Matt? I liked it. Yay! You know, I mean, of course, you know, knowing what we know now about the person behind it, of course, it's, but it's not like I'm not going to watch The Avengers ever again, so, right. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, again, it was just really 90s. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's fun. It's just silly. It's and good fun. Campy? Campy, yes. It's I wouldn't campy. Campy. I don't know if I say campy. No, that's just, the next movie. It's just very, it's very... It's a product of its time. Exactly. Yes. It's, I'd put it right there with Twin Sitters as like a quintessential like 90s movie. Not saying like quintessential like what? they're essential to watch. You heard. But Ugh. they're very, they're right both very it. 90s. Like You did say keep saying something about Buffy's house. Oh, you were very about the tile in the kitchen of Buffy's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so her backsplash and her kitchen counter were the same awful 90s floral print. That you would find on like bath towels, but not I'm, not the ones you use. The show. I'm pretty. Towels. I'm yeah. pretty sure that that was also a porno set back then. That's too. what you kept saying. Yes. All right, Guido. Um. Well, I have an emotionally matured past the age of fourteen, so I watch everything through those fourteen-year-old goggles, and I thought this movie was pretty funny and and lighthearted and campy, and I gave it a pass. I'm like, yay, yay, yes. I was just four out of four. I was just looking at how far apart Clueless was from this movie. Oh, it's, Clueless was 96, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 95, it says on IMDb. But yeah, yeah. pretty darn close. Oh, I never saw that, so... You what? never saw Clueless? What? I have no, I have no desire to see it. Or no oh, Talk about a snapshot in time. Just what? Just Paul Rudd. There are so many other Paul Rudd movies And he looks the same watch. anyway, so... Like, I'd rather really? watch Wet Hot American Summer. Well, that is... Four out of four for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Welcome I to am, the club. I, I already... I hit, I hit that already with Jaws. So. Oh, no, please. That's a... <laughs> oh, it's a softball. Okay, fine. Matt, you're next. Quid pro quo. I decided we're going to do Batman. But before you ask, the not one, that one. The one with Michael Keaton? No, not that one. Not that one. The one with Christian Bale? Not that one. The one with Val Kilmer? Not that one. The one with Ben Affleck? Not that one. Rob Pattinson? Not that one. All right, which one? We're talking about Batman, the movie, starring Adam West and Burt Ward. Also, Fred Gershwin, Burgess Meredith, and Cesar Romero as the Joker. And when did this come out? Came out in 1966. Okay. And how could our listeners potentially watch The Batman? Is it Batman or The Batman? It's it's Batman colon The Movie. That came out in 1966. And no. how could our listeners potentially watch Batman, colon, the movie? They have to say... Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's... Uh, it probably... Because most of Warner Brothers and all their Batman stuff is listed on HBO Max. I'm not entirely sure. I bought it a while ago because it's one of my favorite movies. So, of course, I personally own it. That's how I was able to get it. But you can... Yeah, you could probably... Yeah, you can definitely stream it on HBO Max. Or you could... Um, Probably like $3 on Amazon. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're basically at Quad Pro Quo Pod on all those three platforms. Um, rate us, good or bad, but hopefully good. Bad. Or just good. Whatever. Yeah, really. Or just good. If you, rate us five stars, that'd be great. Awesome. I know it's annoying, but it is how we improve. We'll talk to you guys next week.
Peace. Bye. Goodbye.